What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. First things first. I pop up, freaks all the honeys. Tell me, no, y'all. First things first. Thank y'all for supporting and continuing to support the podcast. I say it every week. I'm going to say it again this week. You guys have been killing it with the liking and the subscribing. I've been also uploading the podcast on YouTube and I found a way to get it on Facebook. Listen, listen, now all the aunties and the uncles going to be listening to it. Okay. Now all the nanas and the papas, the pap paps, pawpaws going to be listening to Black News Podcast. So we in here. Y'all, talk, y'all thought I was talking about some old concerts and people performing with gray hair in the stomach then. Oh, look at me now. So, y'all, if you know people who still be on Facebook, tell them to listen to Black News. Just follow me and add my Facebook page. I got two pages on there, so add it. They gonna see the cast being pushed out and uploaded to the site every week. So thanks for supporting in advance on those platforms. And thank you for continuing to support on all of the podcast apps. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple, Pocket Cast, all of those. So check, check me out wherever you listen and continue to support. And I thank you again. All right, let's get into it. Ryan Coogler got arrested inside of a Bank of America, y'all. This happened some time ago. And hell, I don't know how or who got a hold of, of the 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 of the footage, okay? Or who who got a hold of the camera footage? But if it wouldn't have came out, it looked like we would have never found out. So, backstory: in case you have not been following along, Ryan Coogler, our dog, okay? Ryan Coogler, director of Fruitvale Station, Creed, the first one, and Black Panther in the upcoming movie Wakanda Forever. He was in Atlanta, apparently, I'm assuming to shoot, finish, post-production, whatever it takes to get it done, Black Panther, the sequel. As y'all know, that cast and crew has been in and out of Atlanta. It seemed like for almost like a year and a half, maybe more. The pandemic started that delayed production. You guys know we lost Chadwick Boseman, who is Black Panther, that caused delays. They pretty much had to rewrite the whole script. Well, I don't know about the whole script, but the script that they had, that ain't the script that they got now. Then there were, again, COVID delays. Then Leticia Wright what apparently wasn't getting the vaccine. Then she broke hurt herself on set. They had delays to help her heal. She flew back to the UK. She flew, I think she's from the UK or somewhere in England, or you know, one of, one of the Euros. Then apparently she couldn't get back because she had a vaccine and wasn't planning on getting the vaccine. Then at some point before all of this, she was, she, I think people was dragging her on social media because they said she was anti-vax. Y'all, this production of the sequel to Black Panther been through some drama and apparently Throughout all of that, Mr. Ryan Coogler got yammed up at the Bank of America. So this is all according to things we have pieced together on social media. There was a small clip from the video, the body cam footage that came out. 
Then two more extended versions dropped. We basically saw the whole video. Ryan Coogler went to Bank of America, had his had a scully on, some sunglasses. They looked designer and a face mask. Hey, that's what we've been wearing. Went up to in a mint a mint green hoodie, some black sweats, and his wedding ring. Okay. Went up to the counter. He apparently wrote down that he wanted to withdraw twelve thousand dollars and not to count the money at the actual counter to take it in the back to count it. He gave the teller his ID. He put his debit card into the reader, put in his PIN number. The bank teller and the manager at some point throughout all of this thought it was suspicious because he was not saying what he wanted. He was he wrote it down. They called the cops. They called the popos. Ryan Coogler didn't know that the popos were being called until somebody was behind him in front of him and he heard the unholstering of a gun and the cocking of a weapon. He was then walked outside on his way out. What looked like an employee or a manager said, good job to the officers. He was then outside in the police car or about to get in the, about to put him into the police car. He told one of the officers, take my badge and, and look me up. I'm trying to look, I'm trying to help you, bro. Look, take my badge and look me up. They take his badge. He ends up in the back of a police car. They were trying to explain to him what happened, trying to justify how he could have been in the wrong for writing down the amount of money versus saying it out loud. Ryan Coogler then explains how he's been in Atlanta. He came out of a CVS, saw some little shady in the parking lot. So he chooses, he don't know what's going on. He's been going into Bank of America's for quite some time and doing this same procedure, writing down what he wants because what he don't want is him counting that amount of money, him announcing that he about to withdraw $12,000 and then he get yammed up again in the parking lot. Now, there's so much that's wrong with this and ain't wrong on, on Ryan Coogler's part. He, to me, he, this, all of the wrongs happened around him and not by him. One, you in Atlanta, that's scam capital of the world. They be scamming. Okay. You in Atlanta listener. I know it ain't you, not the black news listeners that be scamming, but your neighbors be scamming. Now he wanted to take out $12,000 in cash. In Atlanta, or anywhere for that matter, it is very awkward, uncomfortable to be yelling out, hey, y'all, I want 12K. I don't care if it is from your account. People like to protect themselves, and he could easily get jacked up out here. For goodness sake, he's Ryan Coogler. Okay. He puts his 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 debit card in and takes out his, and, and puts his PIN number in there and gives the ID. Now, this is what I, this, this is my thing on top of a lot of things first of all who gonna rob a bank in a mint green sweatshirt and his wedding ring ridiculous second the woman didn't even check his id she didn't even check the id to see if it matched the name on the account she was just all over the place and seemed like she didn't have all of the dishes in the cabinet if you ask me but she did all of that without again checking his id another thing yes i know you know we take pride in our jobs and those or that's where we work and we want to be good and do a, and, and do great you know and be proud of our work but girl get if he 
I'm not about to go out of my way and do all this other stuff to get nobody yammed up. That's just your job. Girl, give him the money. And if you think he a robber, call the police when he leave the store. Like, I just, I just don't get, I, I don't get why, why she did that. And for the police, yes, they were being called to what they thought could have been a potential robbery. Side note, the 911 operator even sounded like, like, what the hell, lady? maybe he just want to be discreet she sounded like it was a hot mess too but the fact that the police officers didn't even assess the situation they could have asked him to step outside sir sir can you step outside we want to talk to you they immediately pulled up handcuffed them and cocked their guns and unholstered them so many breakdowns with that Oftentimes we talk about the police, their purpose, their origins, the type of people that are join the force, the training, that whole idea of bad apples. But we really need to start looking at why the entity may be, why we look at them as coming in to make problems worse versus to solve or help because in that situation that could have went left quick what if ryan would have been had would have been paranoid or jumpy and he would have moved a little too fast they would have shot ryan coogler and that's what it comes down to one it comes down to safety it was dangerous i was afraid the whole time and i knew how it was going to turn out but then two it involves this idea that even though the teller and the manager of the bank and it was apparently a black a, a black uh, branch of well of bank of america this still was discriminatory and race and racist i don't care who you are you can't tell me that that were not a man of color in that same situation y'all it would have ended differently that's all i'm gonna say it would have ended differently and thank god it went the way that it went even though it should not have went that way at all did y'all what do y'all think about it because some people were split. You had, um, you know, the people cap- caping for the bank. They followed procedure. They needed to do the right thing. You had people doing that. You had some people stuck on the uh, the, the concept or the reasoning why he was withdrawing $12,000. I don't know why. What was she getting $12,000 out anyway? Why was she doing that? You know, the only people who ask him why was he getting $12,000 out are the people who ain't got $12,000 to get out. Them the only people complaining. He later then in the extended version of the video said something to the effect of basically it sounds like he got a nanny that he got to pay. pay. And like, I don't know if y'all got friends with nannies, but they be paying under the table. So, hey, that's why he was getting the money. You had some people on there who were saying, I saw somebody say, why did why did he have a, a, a why he's still wearing masks anyway so they couldn't see his face it's atlanta we don't care um newsflash ryan coogler is working on a movie that is multi-million dollar that cost multi-million dollars to make which also we talked about earlier had a bunch of delays they can't afford that for that movie to get pushed back no more so bet you uh, ryan coogler probably sleep with that mask on honey he probably so sick of trying to shoot this movie. He going to wear the mask until the end of this year, 2022. So all that to say, what did y'all think about the situation? Did y'all um, watch the videos? 
did y'all have a particular stance or dog in this fight? I also want to point out that Ryan Cooler made a statement which basically said, um, you know, it's a shame that this happened, blah, blah, blah. And then the end of the statement said, this situation should have never happened. However, Bank of America worked with me and addressed him, addressed this to my satisfaction. And we have continued. Yeah, Ryan, that's not good enough for me. I'm, that might be good enough for you, but it's not good enough for me. That is not good enough for me. I need Ryan Coogler to take all his money out of Bank of America. I need Ryan Coogler to go into Bank of America with a um, a Chase, with the president of Chase Bank. And I need Ryan Coogler to tell them to withdraw all of my money. Then I need him to turn to the president of Chase Bank, who is standing in uh, Bank of America with him, and hand him all of the money in the deposit slip and say, okay, great. Now deposit this into my new Chase checking and savings account. Since every time I come up in Bank of America, I'm getting yammed up. That's what I need Ryan Coogler to do. What do y'all want Ryan Coogler to do besides um, hopefully finish Wakanda forever and recast Chadwick Boseman? That's a whole nother conversation. We're going to get into that. I love Chadwick. Y'all know I do. I love me some Chadwick, but they need to recast. Anyway, let me know what y'all thoughts are about this Bank of America, this unfortunate and tragic Bank of America situation. Hit me up on social media at Canelia. Next, we're talking about Jesse Smollett and how the trial, the court case that he's been involved in for what seemed like two plus years has finally come to a conclusion and he has been sentenced to 150 days in jail. 150 days in jail y'all what's that five months that brother about to do a five month bid so back backtracking remember when jesse years ago when he was still doing empire he was still on empire there was apparently a hate crime incident that involved him one late night in chicago winter time freezing cold and again correct me if i'm missing these details it's been so long he went to go get like a Subway sandwich or something. He said he got yammed up by some white dudes. They dumped bleach on him, put a noose around his neck. He was able to escape and get back home, I think. Even when the police came, he still had the noose on around his neck. Child, it was a lot. They had a trial. There was a court case. The two black dudes involved said that Jesse paid them off. It was a mess. They basically said that Jesse lied about the whole thing. We never know knew the motive which people were saying about why he lied about the whole thing. But they said Jesse made the whole story up. He was trying to get a better contract for the upcoming renewal um, and season for Empire. That they wanted some uh, some buzz around his name. You know, he's an activist. So they were saying that he was trying to push the movement forward. Child, who knows? But the conclusion after all of that was that he was convicted last week and sentenced to 150 days in jail, 30 months of probation, restitution of $120,106 and a fine of $25,000 for his part in orchestrating a hate hoax. First of all, that's a lot of damn money. Y'all, Jesse ain't been working since Empire. 
Um, I don't think he, I don't think he got that. Unless he didn't got him some Bitcoin or something. Now, the judge said to him while they were wrapping up the, the, the sentencing, she said, you're just a charlatan pretending to be a victim of a hate crime. She added that the actor's name, quote, has become an adverb for lying and that there is nothing I will do here today that can come close to the damage you've already done to your own life. Woo. Then the clip went viral of Jesse, of Jesse after getting his sentencing and about to being walked out saying he's innocent. He is not suicidal. He did not commit suicide if he died in jail. Now, y'all know black people, we started saying that, you know, after 2016 when the the current civil rights movement and the Black Lives Matter movement kicked off and people were dying in jail. I'm I'm looking at our sister Sandra Bland. After that, when upon being arrested, black people often say and yell to cameras, I am not suicidal. I did not I'm not suicidal. If I die in jail, I did not commit suicide. But that was what was how Jussie wrapped it up. Now, his brother because, you know, the, the Smolets, it's a bunch of them. His brother got on social media and started talking about how Jesse was now in a psych ward. He said, and quote, what's very concerning is that there was a note attached to his paperwork today and put on the front of his jail cell saying that he's at risk of self-harm. I want to just make it clear to folks that he is in no way, shape or form of, at risk of self-harm. And he wants to let folks know that he is very stable. He is very strong. He is very healthy and is ready to take on the challenge that ultimately has been put up against him. Now, I can't imagine. Let's say Jussie was not telling the truth. I'm pretty sure he didn't imagine that turning into all of this. Let's say he did that just so that brother can get some buzz around his name. Now you in jail? Like this is completely in shambles unexpected now let's say jesse is not lying let's say he was going to subway and somebody tried to shake him down through bleach on put the noose around his neck and all of that did happen and now you going to jail still y'all too much then next step in all of this people have been supporting jesse on social media Taraji P. Henson and Jussie's sister, Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett, who be acting her ass off, okay? I saw Lovecraft Country and everything else she been in. And, you know, we're going to put a pin in this because I want to talk about Underground real quick. But, because I've been rewatching. But, they showed their support on Instagram and Twitter. I believe Twitter is with Twitter as well. With hashtag, hashtag free Jussie. Basically saying whether you think he's innocent or not, black people are being incarcerated at large numbers. Um, continuing on, continuing on, free, Jesse, we love you. That's what those posts were saying. Now, whatever side you stand on, the statement about black people being incarcerated at numbers higher than everyone else, that's true. We should be alarmed about that. That is correct. We should not stand for that injustice that we agree. Now, do that apply to Jesse? You know, we weren't there. We don't know what really went down. All we know is that it's a hot ass mess. Okay. It's a hot ass mess. So with that, y'all, what do y'all think about this whole situation? Do y'all agree with the sentence? 
Do y'all think Jesse is innocent? Do y'all think he's actually guilty? Do y'all even care? Let me know. Hit me up at Cornelia. Now, I said I want to put a pin in this because it's been on my spirit, okay? I've been re-watching a lot of dramas. Y'all know I'm a stand-up. I'm a comedy girl, but I love me some dramas. So, while I'm, like, getting ready for bed, doing dishes, cleaning up, you know, stuff around the house, sometimes I listen to an audio book. Sometimes I listen to podcasts, a YouTube show. Sometimes I will watch, re-watch movies or TV shows. Y'all, I've been re-watching Underground. And can I tell y'all that was my show? When we talk about characters and storytelling and, you know, just things being done really well, Underground was a show that needed to get a few more seasons, but unfortunately it was ended prematurely. It was also Misha Green's, I don't know if it was her first, like, executive produced show because she'd been in the business for a while but it was one of her shows and y'all know me should be killing it she had this one and we're gonna look at lovecraft country that also ended prematurely when i tell y'all underground was so good now a lot of people talk about they don't like slave movies and shows i get it and and i'm pointing out again this this topic has nothing to do with this week's black news topics but it was it, it sparked a, a thought when I was talking about Jesse because Journey was in this show killing it. So I want to talk about this and how it hurts my feelings that the show is no longer on. So I binge watched the two seasons because it was only two, 10 episodes per season. And I, one thing about a good show is when you care about the characters and want to know where they are now. You want to know what happened to them. What happened to them characters? We look at girlfriends. What happened to Joan? Did her and Tony ever make it back up and become friends again? Did uh, what's up with Maya and her husband and her son? And what where Lynn? Like you, you care about the characters and you want to know. Game of Thrones, Jon Snow, he in a nice watch. What he doing? Is Bran as annoying as we thought he was gonna be sitting on the Iron Throne? Y'all get my drift? underground is one of those shows that did that for me and especially re-watching it man i missed that show that was a good freaking show one of the reasons people were speculating why it was not renewed if y'all remember underground was on that network wgn and wgn was if i'm not mistaken it was a tribune tribune was the parent company yeah it was tribune i just looked it up tribune was in the process uh, process of being bought by Sinclair. Sinclair is a news organization that is conservative. Rumor had it that they did not like the content, the storyline, the subject matter of Underground because they're conservative and Underground was about black people escaping bondage. Harriet Tubman was in second season. So they they were saying that um, Sinclair Broadcasting Company, Broadcasting Group, they didn't want that on there. So they canceled it, snuffed it out snuffed it completely out but it's still available on hulu to watch it was such a good show but again it's just been sitting on my spirit because i was i got so attached to the characters the development the backstories oh, the action the the scenery and also her was very expensive to make but that's neither here nor there i really love that show and it, i'm sad that it it ended so soon is there a show like that for y'all 
that you feel like should have just gotten a little more care and a little more time, just maybe one or two more seasons? When I think about that, I just think about girlfriends. I think about, of course, underground. And I think about Martin, if the drama behind the scenes wouldn't have went down, what it could have become or continued on to be. Because that last season when Martin and Gina wasn't kicking in and hanging out and they wasn't even supposed to be in the same room, whoo, it was a struggle. Mm, mm -mm. But let me know, what shows do that for y'all? What shows do you wish could come back, wish it hadn't ended so soonly, or maybe even had a better ending? Let me know. Hit me up um, at Cornelia on social media. Let's get into honorable mention. Tracy Braxton, singer, one of the stars of Braxton Family Values and sister of Tamar and Tony Braxton has passed away this past week. She was battling cancer within her esophagus and finally went home, you know, went home this past week. She was 50 years old. She was um, a mother, a sister, a wife, a friend. This is just all around sad. It was sad. Now, I'm not one of the people who watches like a lot of reality TV. I didn't watch Braxton Family Values. I don't watch Real Housewives. I don't watch any of those. But I do know the Braxton sisters. Hell, we remember the Braxton sisters because they've been singing back up for Tony since she stepped onto the scene. So... We have grown to love that family, those sisters, seeing funny moments on social media being shared just throughout the years. We know how how that family has been together for, you know, just from the beginning. They're all talented, all good singers, all fun to watch. But unfortunately, she has been quietly struggling and battling this form of cancer. I think they said over a year. She, I went to her Instagram just to see like, what has she been showing us? And she hasn't been sharing a lot of pictures of herself. She shared one, I believe with somebody's wedding. Was it her son? Um, lost a lot of weight, but you know, we never know. And after Chadwick Boseman passed away, I unfortunately now when I see people with drastic weight loss, I wonder if something's wrong with him because we we watched him lose weight and we just sat here and, and was just confused. We didn't know what was going on and it wasn't our place. But I said all that to say that Tracy wasn't necessarily sharing on social media into the public world, her battles and her struggles, which I respect that. Um, her family knew they were by her side, helping her along the way. And unfortunately, she just lost the battle. So Pray for the Braxton family. Um, I was going to try to read her mother's, their mother's Instagram post, her statement. But child, every time I tried to read it, I bust out crying. I couldn't do it. I can't. So I'm not even, I'm not even going to try for black news. But let's all keep that family, the Braxton family, in our thoughts and our prayers. And, you know, just... Y'all, it, it's real, you know, it's real. Just take care of yourselves. Take care of your family, your friends, love on each other. And if you're not feeling good, take your ass to the doctor. Let me know your guys' thoughts or just share some love and well wishes to the Braxton family. And may Tracy rest in peace. Mm-hmm. 
that's it for this week's episode of black news y'all thanks again thank you and thank you again so much for sticking with us supporting the podcast liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard rating five stars and leaving a comment it helps more than you know so i really really appreciate it and keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Canelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in a Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Canelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much guys i hope you have a fantastic week keep supporting keep growing keep building keep staying safe and keep staying healthy as always again i'll see you back here next time same time same place bye